0: Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grade podcast with your hosts, Sunny Ormond and Jane James.
1: Well, hello everyone. We have some really exciting topics to discuss on the show today. The benefits of jelly cubes, the archers, Jane's brown rice diets, red telephone boxes, do you remember those? Uh, Plus, revelations about what really lurked in Sunny's kitchen drawers. Oh, and most importantly, why we started this podcast...
0: So, Janie, what is this podcast about? Well, if you remember, it's about us being in our 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. which we kind of are. Yeah. And everybody listening, is this going to happen to you if it's not happened already? Mm-hmm. And we take our inspiration from the character that you play in The Archers. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Lillian Bellaby. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's the, that's the laugh of
1: Lillian Bellamy, not of Sunny
0: Ormond. A woman of 75 who has never owned a pack a Mac in her life or a pair of furry slippers, love. Never. No. Never been seen dead in them. Never. Never would be seen dead no. in them. So uh, you've been Lillian Bellamy. I can't speak. How now. many gins have you had? None yet, but <laughs> I keep hoping one will appear. You've been Lillian for about 20 odd years, yeah, I 22 you know? to be exact. 22 to be 22 to be exact. Character. So one thing is very interesting about this is that you, you're this very famous voice on the radio. Yes. You're one of the most famous voices in The Archers. Oh, darling. You're, you're in the Radio Times most weeks. <laughs> if only, yeah. How often do people recognise you in the street? Well,
1: very very rarely do they recognize my mug but they do recognize my voice do
0: they because um, you guess, don't use your voice do you for well the i young? no,
1: i don't i use a version of my voice i use a sort of bit like that kind of a, but it's the laugh it's the laugh i have to say um and uh, one particular episode stands out for me which is some years ago now um, and we were coming back um, somewhere like greece i don't know on holiday but you know one of those really packed planes uh-huh. because they get you on board at the last minute and everyone's sort of fighting for space in overhead lockers and goodness and we I mean, managed to get ourselves on the plane it was incredibly hot everybody's sort of fighting for space and I'm sort of fighting my way through down the aisle down the aisle to the seat and I, I said to I forget now who who's me I don't know oh um, uh, yeah, yeah it's down here ha. and this woman on my right hand side looked up at me and said you're Lillian Bellamy aren't you from the archers really and I was just Stunned, And I looked down at her and I said, yeah, yeah. Well, how did you know that? She said, well, she said, I recognise the voice. Oh, she said, do do the laugh, will you? <laughs> and there's me, you know, struggling with all my cases, you know, wobbling over. For, and I'm going, ha, ah, and just walk on. That was bizarre. That was really bizarre. And she had no sort of instinct that, you know, I might have other things to do other than laugh at her when I'm sort of struggling up the aisle trying to, you know, get stuff into the overhead locker. Um, but yes, so it's just the laugh. Fortunately, it's not the face. So you see, if you're in EastEnders, or coronations
0: or something like that, you always have to go out looking fantastic, really, don't you? I suppose you I suppose you would do, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, do you find this I suppose this is a, an advantage that you're never featured in Take a Break magazine with a circle of shame around you. <laughs> left knee or whatever it absolutely. might be
1: absolutely I think myself lucky and I thank myself lucky darling for that that's for sure yeah,
0: yeah. you know I
1: can go out without my hair bouffant or you know no well, makeup on uh, I'm not bothered
0: I, I must say listeners that that she looks absolutely stunning as she always <laughs> does Lillian Bellamy would feel proud to look half as good as Sunny Ormond you. on you a bad did, day
1: yeah would you like my false eyelashes?
0: <laughs> marvellous <laughs> Um, Yeah, so it works for you, not being instantly recognisable, then? Yes. God, I couldn't bear it. What? not being recognised. No, being recognised recognised. would be horrible. Yeah, well, I think it it would, actually.
1: Um, I mean, I know when we moved into the mailbox in Birmingham, which is where we record the archers now, it was mooted that there would be a little window into the studio and the public could view us uh, performing through the window, but we all said, no, 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 because, of course, we will be in this situation wouldn't we where we'd have to you know uh, be dressed up to the nines with our hair looking fantastic and so on and so forth instead of sort of walking in you know with looking a bit bedraggled and having do had you, do you walk in
0: looking bedraggled
1: well I try not to but we do oh do you, yes really? oh yes 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 occasionally yes. just occasionally with a bit of sleep in my eye you
0: know. oh Mm-hmm. Oh, like I can imagine you wouldn't want the public. No, we vetoed that uh, uh, as a group. We did veto that. So, is there a window one. with a blind pulled it, down it? Do you know? It is. Oh, you're They've joking. Been, no, it's true. It's
1: there, but it's very much got a blind in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but oh, uh, God, it's very tempting to break into the mailbox and steal that blind, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and also, the thing is as well, I think, I don't know what anybody else thinks who's listening, but actually if people
1: could sort of peer in and look at us recording The arches, it would break the magic a bit, wouldn't it? Don't you think, seeing us all there, you know, yes. all set about with our scripts, you know, Eddie Grundy, you know, in his jeans, and they think of him with his hat and his head and his horns and things, and me, you know, in me grubby old jeans and I should be Mr. Letters looking absolutely marvellous. I think it would break the magic. Do you? Yeah, I do.
0: So, uh, well, okay, so as it is, you, I suppose if you phone someone up and you want special treatment somewhere, mm. a table in an exclusive restaurant, you can mm. put on the voice. And yeah, hello darling. it's so Lillian Bellamy
1: here. Yes, I demand a table, please, for two. Have you ever done that? No. Well, they won't, half the people won't know who I am, you know. Not, not the waiters at some fancy restaurant. Do
0: you think? Oh, no, I don't think they I not. suppose they're always serving, aren't they? serving at seven o'clock. 7 o'clock. So, yes,
1: we're in the afternoon, they're napping, aren't they? Waiting to serve in the evening, so no. Oh, yeah. Although, I mean, there have been the odd occasion. I know when I've been in queue, I not mean, I've said something, and somebody who was obviously really as an Argent Archer's fan has turned around bravely and said, you Lillian Bellamy... Really? I mean, it has happened on occasion, you know, which is very sweet... So how do you feel mm-hmm. when it
0: happens? That oh, cool. R- well, that's quite, that's quite It's rather that's nice. Great. No,
1: it's very that's nice. And it's lovely that people want to stop and, you know, and, well, and without those listeners, we wouldn't have a programme. So, yeah, they're brave, brave to do true. it. Brave yeah, right. to do it, I think. Yeah, it's lovely to, it's just lovely to meet the listeners. You know. They're, not they're everywhere, listeners. aren't they? They are everywhere. Well, over five million. Over five million listeners. There you go. Yeah, so there's a lot
0: about yeah, mm. if only they knew who you were, you'd be mobbed wherever you went. Uh, I would be mobbed, wouldn't I? I mm. would be mobbed. Mm. I was... Th- now, our dear friend Sarah Coward who used mm. to play um, Caroline Bone, or Caroline, whoever, whatever surname she had. Sterling. Like, Sterling eventually. Sterling. Sterling eventually. Yes, yes. Now, she used her own voice mm. for the Archers, so mm. I don't know about you, I've been out with her a couple of times when she's been recognised, and mm. people... Uh, practically got down on their knees and worshipped her. Ooh. Ooh. And it's like, are you Caroline Boat? Oh, yes. oh my God, it's yes. Caroline Boat. And I have to say, when I've been with her, I've had that sort of little swish of excitement. Of, <laughs> Look at me, I'm with a celebrity. <laughs> I'm her friend. By default. I'm, I'm her friend. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, she's, she's my friend. She likes me.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, But well, you know, it's funny, because it was Sarah, really, who got me into the archers, because she's been a chum of mine for years and years and years before I went into the archers. And uh, she tipped me the wink that actually they were bringing the character of Lillian Bellamy back into the programme. I mean, it's many years ago now, so I'm not betraying anything at all. Um, and she said, why well, don't... Because I had been in The arches. I'd been in The arches a couple of times doing small Oh, you've been part. a couple
0: of things, Yes, a couple of
1: things, love. Um, so, uh, and I said to her, oh, no, they'll have... You know, Vanessa, who was the then editor, I said, she knows my work. I've done all sorts of things for her. And she said, no, right. And I said, oh, well, she knows about it anyway. She wouldn't leave it alone. So she kept saying, have you written, have you not... Eventually, to appease her, really, I emailed um uh, Vanessa and um. You know, and I said, look, I'm sure you've you've cast this role. And, please oh, don't worry, do yes, me.
0: I'm so sorry to bother I'm you. So don't don't worry, worry. It was a bit
1: like that, yeah. you know, tugging yeah. my yeah. forelock. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to bother and with and this letter. To, indeed. <laughs> and, you know, and don't worry, you yeah. know, this, yeah. this, it's this. fine, it's fine. <laughs> nobody knows about this, nobody knows mm-hmm. about it. But anyway, um Anyway, she got back to me and she said, it's not been cast, you can um, audition uh, absolutely, but I think you're going to sound too young because there's newly that we Oh, me I is, Yes, I know, it was marvellous. That's a
0: nice way to get turned
1: down, isn't it? going to sound too young because she said, this new Lillian is going to be gin-swigging, cigarette so smoking and manhunting. And so, uh, you know, you're going to sound a bit too long because obviously because it's radio, that's all got to be, uh, you know, manifested in the voice, you see, and that's all you've got. So, um, but she said audition. So I did audition and um, lo and behold, I got the part, of course, but it was Dear Sarah. Mm. Um, uh, that uh, suggested that I get in touch, and I do remember her saying, talking about voices and and accents. And she said, if you do go in, do try and disguise your own voice, because the the, the problem is that you know, and I have to a certain or lesser extent. If 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 you use your own voice, then you can't do other radio really because it's so recognisable. Um, so um, yeah, so that was dear dear darling
0: Sarah. Well, she's right, of course, because it's very weird when you listen to the afternoon play mm. and say, "What's Oliver Sterling doing?" I know. In you yes, know, I know. Looking up to Serrano yes. de Berger or whatever it yeah, might yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. as it might be, yeah, because um, yeah, those was, And she, I think, because she thought she was only going in for a couple of weeks. Yes, that's she right. just thought. So yeah. I use my own voice.
1: That's right, because initially, that's yeah. And then she was in for years and Forever, years and years and years and years and years, and years. But yeah, you're right. She was only, she was doing Lady M at mm-hmm. Southampton. Lady M, I can't say the full word because you know we. Oh,
0: of course you can't say it. No, can't say it. Can I say it? Uh, I
1: don't know. We'll try it. Say it. See what happens. Will I blow up? Lady Macbeth. <gasps> Lady Macbeth. She was playing Lady Macbeth at Southampton and was spotted um, by I think Vanessa, Ribbon, oh. who was then the producer of the Archers, and I thought oh, and so she could be right for Caroline Bone. I don't know what it was about Lady well, Macbeth. That's a
0: very funny thing, isn't it? Well, it
1: is really. But anyway, there you
0: go. She, she, she. she, she never said, played a like Lady Macbeth, did no, she? I'm sorry, we're saying this a lot now. <laughs> she didn't. She having a nervous breakdown. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she, didn't, she didn't. She never stabbed anybody or. No. Well, not that we know of, anyway. No. No. Oh, well, having said that, several of her husbands died in strange yes, circumstances. But and she was a bit of a goer, wasn't she? A she lady was lady a Macbeth was a bit of a goer in different sort lady of ways. Goer? Well, yes, I think she was.
1: Was she? That's the subtext. It if was I was it? playing her, that would be my subtext. Okay. But well, she's um, a bit of a goer.
0: I did it for O level, and we didn't cover that <laughs> subtext. <laughs> Well, I think you—I think you missed out then. You—you know—you could have got a grade one if you'd gone for that. I might have, I might have, mightn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. grade did you get? For English, mm. I think I got three. It, it was, yeah, we had numbers in my day. Well, you see, there you we go. We went up to the alphabet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I'd have, got, I'd have got got a one had I had I been aware of the subtext. Yeah. And I think we should Lady be clear. Lady M is a goer. I think we should be clear that it's not 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 Sarah we're saying it was a uh, Lady Macbeth subtext and a bit of a goer, but. Um, Oh well, uh, yeah, we
1: well, no, we're not. No,
0: absolutely not no. rather we are saying it of Caroline Bone, who was well known yes. as the village bike. She was. She was?
1: was. She was in her early days. Uh, she was. She was indeed. And actually, there were some beautiful photographs of Sarah, you know, there were all sorts of manuals and God knows what that were that were sent out in the early days. And she looked absolutely stunning. She was oh. always with a load of men, you know, showing her thighs. She wouldn't she'd be she giggling now. She would be giggling now. Bless oh, if her I, I had
0: her thighs I'd have been shown them. <laughs> I really, she was beautiful, she's really, really beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, with yeah. a beautiful voice, lovely, lovely voice. Ooh. And I often used to think because I, I can probably say this, can't I? Yeah. That she, um, she was a wonderful woman, and Ooh. in later years, she became a Samaritan, she which did? was mm. absolutely she was terrific at it. Yeah. But I often wonder what it would have been like to be somebody who called the Samaritans mm. and was also an archer's listener. Yeah. And, Caroline um, Bone answered the Caroline phone, Caroline Bone answered the phone. It would. Yeah. Make I you know. think twice perhaps. Have
1: you ever thought about being a Samaritan? No.
0: <laughs> no. Oh no. No. No, no. I, I I think because you're not allowed to you can't intervene, can you, as I understand? No, you no, kinda you're there to listen, mm. which is great. Mm. Yeah. But I think I'd be wanting to go round there delighted that they're there. Absolutely wonderful. Wonderful thing. And, yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, you know, Sari did a lot of fundraising for mm. them, didn't she? You did a lot of work for her to to fundraise, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And I bought tickets and drank gin, so, you know, I did my bit. Um, Yeah, wonderful institution, but I could never ever do it. Could you?
1: I I think for the same reasons that you... Yeah, 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 I think um, I I would find that tricky. I mean, I know you're trained, obviously, aren't you, in your responses, Mm. but, yeah, to not have any uh, control to a certain extent over an outcome, I think, is, yeah, would would be... it would be tough, wouldn't it? I um, so. So, you are a writer, are aren't I? you? You're oh, you a I am? writer. Yeah.
0: And yeah. you've written some great stuff for me, actually, haven't you? Well, thank you. Uh, you are a pleasure to write for. Thank you very I, I much. I think my actually, you know, I could just write out the telephone book and you deliver it. Everyone go. That's marvellous. You are a Victoria Wood. I mean, you really are. You're, you're, no, you. no, you're
1: a fantastic writer, you. Well, award.
0: thank you. I'd be very, very, very delighted if I thought because she's wonderful. I mean, she's absolutely yeah. wonderful. Been, I'd be delighted to have a fraction of her of her talent. Absolutely wonderful. But uh, no, it, it is. A great deal of fun to write for you, I must mm. say. Well, I
1: like you. You created a wonderful character called Dorothy, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell, tell us about Dorothy. Yeah. your thoughts about when you wrote her?
0: Well, other people, other writers, kind of write glamorous people, like Lillian Bellamy, perhaps. You know, interesting chari- young characters, all the rest of it. I tend to write old ladies. And you thought of me. Well. <laughs> I thought of your voice, love. Thank you. Um, I thought, here's something, I'm right for Sonny, the chicken to live in 20 years' time, and it'll keep her going <laughs> in her old age, is what I thought. Um, I do tend to channel old ladies, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she's a, she's another one in my... Long... And what,
1: why is that, do you think?
0: I think I, I've been around old ladies a lot, I mean, and now I am one. Mm. So <laughs> then uh, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, my mother was around, you know, I had loads of sisters, they were around all the time, talking gynecological matters. And mouthing words, they thought that I couldn't understand, but I could lip read, so I did. Mm. And um, I just love the love the rhythms of speech and all that kind of thing. Mm. And I think older women can say things that are more outrageous than a yeah. younger person. So, so Dorothy character does mm. come up with some pretty outrageous stuff, mm. and and she gets away with it mm. because she's. However age she is, mm. uh, her age varies depending on how we're feeling. Cause sometimes she's like 106, but mm. mostly she's in her late 70s. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you wouldn't be able to get away with that with a younger character, mm. I don't think. Mm. Um, although you do you do often make me take the rude stuff out. <laughs> the very rude stuff. It's very funny. Yes, you're, you're a rude writer. I am quite a rude writer. Yeah. But you're uh, a very witty rude I like writer. I double entendre, me. Mm. And, uh, yeah, no, I... I, I it, I think it's probably good that I work with people who make me take the rude stuff out because it's um, cheap laughs, they say. It's a cheap laugh, Jane. I go, yeah, but it's a laugh. Yeah, It is a laugh. It might be a cheap one, but it is a laugh. But all the same, the cheap laughs have to go. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. And you've written a wonderful poem for me, haven't you? A Lillian poem. I mean, you know, it's about oh, Lillian, your, Lillian's one life. Woman life my one-woman show. You yeah. know, which we constantly, um, obviously, have to update as, as storyline develop. And you're so fast. You're so fast. You know, I mean, there's been the occasion when I've done a show and I've realised I've forgotten to ask you to update it, you know, and the night before I'm doing it, I've sort of rung you and said, ah, could you think you could? Oh, you probably can't. Oh, yes, you can, no matter what's happening in your life. And then you get these incredibly funny lines sort of about two minutes later.
0: Yes. Well, it's usually, I mean, the, the, the great thing is that the, the bare bones of that about Lillian stays the same, but mm-hmm. it's usually only a couple of lines to relate the latest craziness that's happened in her life like running off to costa rica or having all the money stolen by her ex-lover or having her new lover murdered by the ex-partner's hitman or whatever it might be mm, mm, mm. but yeah it's usually only a couple of lines isn't it four at the most so yeah, I, can, I can knock tricky. that out yeah, yeah, but yeah
1: yeah and 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 writing something that was always in your bones from
0: yeah, being young. yeah 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 i mean i've I, I, I've written stuff since I was since I was a child, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I like writing. I like reading. Mm-hmm. I used to run out of things to read when I was little because there weren't... You'd go down to the... In the library in the old days, I'm sorry to talk about the old days, but in the library in the old days, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let you take out more than three books at a mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. if you took them back in the mm-hmm. afternoon, they accused you of not having read them. So... <laughs> um, I was a fast reader, mm. so I got very mm. frustrated by that. And there's only so many Bunty comics published in a week, so I ended up writing stuff. Mm. Um, For yourself. And so what's the, the, the latest thing that you've written? Uh, the latest stuff I've written is... <laughs> this is this is cheery, listeners. Mm. Is, um, is a piece about breast cancer. I had breast cancer a couple mm. of years back. And um, although that wasn't an entirely humorous experience, part of the way of managing that was as I <laughs> went through the various processes of having my breast cancer dealt with, there were things where I caught myself thinking, this isn't at all funny at the mm. moment, but it mm. is going to be mm. very funny in the future. Mm. And I was very, very lucky with my breast cancer because mm. it was um, it was treatable and curable, so mm. that's great. Mm. Um, I was able to have a mastectomy mm. and a reconstruction at the same time, so mm. I didn't have to hang about with, you know, lopsided or whatever. And they took the fat from my belly, of which there were copious quantities, and manufactured a new breast out of it, so I got a free tummy tuck. <laughs> so, you know, if you're going to have breast cancer, that's that's a pretty good one to get, isn't it? Yeah, and it's I a was, bonus. I was kind of more excited at one point about having the tummy tuck than about <laughs> the breast cancer, which really isn't what I was supposed to be focused on, I know, but um, having fought the, the, the battle of the flab for some years, mm. I, you know, I was... Uh, it's losing those few pounds you after you have a baby. You just assume that those baby pounds are going to disappear, don't they? But unaccountably they don't. And given that my baby was 30, I thought <laughs> it's about time. It's, it's a bit It's about time. time to do with it. Yeah. So a um, bit of an extreme yeah. way, if you don't mind me saying. It was a bit of an extreme way of dealing with it, but it was. Yeah. No, if you're going to get breast cancer, that's the one to get mm. free tummy tuck, and uh, yeah, I had to buy new jeans and everything. Fantastic. Mm. So that was funny, mm. not not altogether funny at the time, but but that was funny.
1: Mm. That well,
0: was funny. But well, it's great piece. So
1: um, you know, yeah, maybe it's something else we can we can talk about um at a later date. Now, uh, the, the you know we were chatting earlier, weren't we, and saying what is it in life that bemuses us? bemuses us, yeah?
0: Um, So, what is it that bemuses you? Uh, Bloody everything bemuses me. It bemuses me why there are more nail bars than estate agents in my local high street. Because there are only so many sets of nails in the neighbourhood, aren't there? Yeah, there are. And I reckon there's probably... Eight or nine nail bars mm. in the high street. It's not a long high street. Is it the mm. same where you are? Yeah, we do have quite a lot actually. Have you have you have you had nail extensions ever? I used to. Did you? I used to. But they wreck your nails. That's the thing they don't tell you. They stick the nails on, and then it completely weakens the nails underneath. Mm. So, and then what happens is one comes off, and you just look like a complete prat because you've got nine lengthy nails, and one stubby horrible thing. That, um, well, you did
1: when we were—you didn't have nail extensions when we were young when we lived together all those years ago, did you?
0: No. Uh, yes. Here we go, listeners. Mm. We lived together many years ago yeah. in the seventies. Where did we live? Uh, we lived in North London. Have you did, forgotten? Just yeah, off the no, Holloway no, no, no. Road. I'm just,
1: I'm just checking. You remember? I do remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, forty odd years ago, isn't it? Was it? Forty odd years ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. We lived in,
1: in that upstairs flat, didn't we? Oh. In that rather mad house.
0: It was a mad house. Oh, and I think it
1: was something like fifteen pounds a week rent. You know, was it that much? It? <laughs>
0: Was mad, you know, because you think now how was. much that would be. It was because we didn't have our own front door, did we? We didn't have our own front door, uh, we had ah. to hoist ourselves up by a robot. <laughs> our <laughs> landlady lived downstairs, and um, <laughs> and we had we had our upper regions, mm. and uh, we shared the mm. bathroom with her, I think, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I we don't did remember if we're encountering her. her in we her, we did. And in fact, the kitchen area was the sort of it was an attic, it had been a little attic, hadn't it? And it was, and you didn't tell me at the time, but apparently we had mice. we had it? a lot. A lot of money. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were they right. just in the kitchen or? In the cutlery drawer. Oh,
1: <gasps> no. Yeah. You'd open the cutlery drawer in the morning and then they'd be scurrying about. No. They're droppings all over your spoon, all over your breakfast spoon. Oh, my God. So I, that's why I didn't tell you.
0: you know? Well, I used to eat with that cutlery. No, I know, don't worry. I washed it. Oh, oh my yeah, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I just saw yeah. little bits of Weetabix in there. Oh, it's a bit of, bits of dropping of joy.
1: Drop well, well, you didn't falter, you ate no. your breakfast, didn't you? So no, you can't we were, have tasted that bad. It must we were, have been right.
0: We were both vegetarians as well, weren't we? So there were no, no mm. blooming use to us as protein. Mm. But either, we diets. We?
1: Do you remember the diets? Oh, <gasps> God. Because we, we thought, didn't we, we were huge and we weren't. We were about
0: eight stone and very thin. And we look back at the photographs and I think, well, what on earth were we talking about? What I was know, our problem? I know. We, we got, weren't, I, I think we probably had wonky bathroom skulls. We went, I know we went over eight stone mm-hmm. and just freaked completely and then ate brown rice well i thought we ate brown rice Mm. for a fortnight Mm. but i gather that you didn't you cheated all i did really
1: well i I was trying to humor you really you know with your great platefuls of brown rice and i thought well i better look like i'm joining in but then i'd sneak off and have a couple of mars bars i don't believe (laughs) you
0: did you so i
1: did you know i said to you i do not know jenny why i'm not losing weight you know you you said well you must have a slow metabolism but it wasn't that it was the mars bars
0: well, oh, I'm horrified because I just remember having that huge pan mm. on the on the hob, mm. um, and what I didn't know was that rice went mouldy if you like. So mm. I just kept putting more rice in, boiling yeah. it up, and yeah. there was this sort of horrible. And it's probably what attracted the mice. Probably, isn't it? and it's
1: those f- little little brown flecks that we thought were fancy oh. rice weren't. They were
0: mouse droppings. Oh, Marvel. yeah, it was all fermenting at the bottom of the mm. pan, wasn't it? Disgusting. But how just, long did we go on that, we on that for? I think we were on that for about a fortnight. Dear God. Yeah, mm, It's surprising yeah. we survived it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we have done. Um, We're still
1: fairly robust, aren't we?
0: Well, th- probably because we... I, actually, even now, brown rice gives me a bit of a funny feeling, so mm. I've not eaten much of it since, really. I used mm. to put it in sandwiches to take to work. I mean, brown mm. rice sandwiches, where's the mm. sense in that? But did did you, really? I, didn't. I don't remember I was, that. I thought I was cheating there with a How couple disgusting. of slices of bread. I didn't that's, know I could have put awful. it between two slices of Mars bar.
1: Gosh, that, well, that's an unusual diet. Might, you might be able to sell that one, mightn't you? The, the, the brown rice sandwich diet. Yeah, the brown rice sandwich diet's rather good. That.
0: Well, it, I I don't know that it worked for me. Did it? Because I ended up with so much flab that I ended up having to have a. It was enough to make quite a substantial breast. It's true. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> so, yeah. So it is definitely. In fact, none of those diets ever worked for me. Really, I did them all. No, me too. It's the one that made you fart all the time. Not made you fart. I mean, made one <laughs> fart. <laughs> So uh, it, is uh, it Atkins, it probably was very gassy. was, one of, was that because
1: there was a lot of eggs or something in it, in the gassy. I don't know. There was something very very windy about it mm. apparently. there were, there, were also, there was the grapefruit diet. Do you remember that one? I mean, I there don't was like just
0: grapefruit. all sorts. There was all sorts. Oh, I would have done the all sorts diet. <laughs> <laughs> Could imagine that. Chicky nice bit of licorice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah. It's amazing, really, that we stayed in because uh, you moved out, didn't you? Because <laughs> <One of laughs> I think the us us was on <laughs> <laughs> one of the windy tyres, And we did share a room, didn't we? So, so you I moved b- out. I blew away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you it's, moved. I, I was blown away. <laughs> Um, yeah. Is that when you went to Scotland to get... No, you went to Chester, didn't you? I we? went to Chester. You went to the Gateway Theatre. I went to, I went to, to the Gateway Theatre. Sadly, no more. That beautiful theatre, sadly, oh, no more. Gone? In the days of
1: rep, you see? The days of rep.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, there
1: was a rep in every town. A repertory theatre is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not a representative of somewhere else. No, a repertory theatre. Oh, dear. That's, no, that's, I gone. Well, it's that's
0: gone. that's very sad. But, yeah, so... so. But getting
1: back, I, I know I'm jumping back, but to these nails, I'm a bit concerned about this. So it ruined your nails having extensions. Yeah.
0: Don't do it gosh don't do it what i do now and Mm. people mock me people Mm. mock me but what i do now and nick does the same Mm. is eat a cube of jelly every night (laughs) now don't laugh a cube of jelly cube of jelly why why because it's good for your nails you see i've got very strong nails now calcium and all that i don't know what's in it jelly i don't know what's in jelly but it's good for your nails Who's Told you this, Jane. I think probably my mum did. Um, I don't know, or maybe it's in Woman's Own in 1972 or something. But we honestly, we eat a cube of jelly every night, Hartley's Black currant Jelly. And do you think One it does Cuban the trick? Night, it does does the it do trick. the trick? Nick thought it was mad, but he does it now, and he's got lovely nails. Has he really?
1: Yeah, well, listener, listen to that.
0: Listen to this. Go and buy Sales your jelly. Sales will go
1: up of Hartley's jelly, yeah, overnight.
0: Ten percent to me, thank you very much. Mm. It's um, it's marvellous stuff. Mm. It so, stuff. So, so.
1: A thought comes because of the nail issue and thinking, well, I shouldn't really have done that. What would you tell your younger self now? From the the grand old age of where you are now, what do you think you'd tell your younger self? What
0: would I tell my younger Mm. self? Mm. Uh, I have a nasty feeling that... Don't get nail extensions. Don't get nail extensions, but I didn't do that when I was young. Mm. I think, sadly, my mother was right. I would say, stop smoking, Mm -hmm. and you can't go out dressed like that. Mm. It's probably what I'd say to my younger self. Mm. Uh, Oh, and don't eat... Brown rice. And, and that is not Weetabix in the cutlery <laughs> drawer, is the other thing that I would tell my younger self. What would you tell your younger well, self? Well, I'm going to be serious here for a minute. I would say, be braver. Really? Like, yeah, I would, I would, I would. Be
1: be born like a Lillian Bellamy. You know, be brave. Oh, yeah, say, yeah. say it as it is, I think, most definitely, yeah. And I'd say, don't worry about diets. You know, just, yeah. be, just be who you are, for goodness sake, you know. And um, I would also tell myself to have dyed my hair earlier than I did, because I have... Horrible, mousy brown hair. And when I was 15, I just thought I looked fantastic. I used to wear it really long, Did but with you? no fringe, with a parting down the middle, you know, a bit like Janice Joplin, oh, do you remember? Yeah,
0: yeah, <gasps> I had mine like that as to well.
1: Be, oh, I looked fright, I really looked fright. So I would have to say no, you know, uh, just look in the mirror, get your hair cut, love, and, and, and put some highlights in it. That's, that's, that's what I would say, I think, you know. And don't wear too high stilettos, because they can really play havoc with the balls of your feet later in life, and they have with me.
0: Oh, yeah pay have it in my calf muscles yeah. um but so where would you be braver?
1: Where would I be braver? just uh, generally, I think in relationship to the world that if I wanted to do something you know i i would I would do it um I mean, I do now because I'm older, but I think in those days, I think as a young actor, I sometimes would be, wouldn't be as bold oh. as, as, as I could and should have been, and I also wonder if that's something to do with being a young girl then, girl, you know, the whole role of your place in society and your voice in society. I think that's changed such a lot now, thank goodness. But um, it very much um, was, uh, yeah, part of my um, persona at that time, I think. And um, so generally I would say, because I think there were things I missed, chances that I missed in retrospect, mm-hmm. I look back on, I think, why, why? What, what, what's, what was the worst thing that could happen? You yeah. know, uh, uh, fear. Can they kill you? Yeah. No, they can't. You know, it it, it was, and um, it was that. So that's what I
0: would say: be that's braver. A, that's a really good thing to say. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I would, that's a good thing. I think I'd say that to my younger self as well. Yeah, chances missed and mm. deferring to people that. Yeah, you thought you better. You shouldn't have. Shouldn't mm. have. Yeah, mm. yeah. Something about the way that we were. At that time, I think most definitely,
1: and, and, and thankfully, things weird. have changed a lot. Yeah. And I do notice that, you know, with the young people that I mix, young girls now that I mix yeah. with, they're much more direct. They're they're they're, they're not um, phased. You know, if they're in a in a in a group of men, for instance, you mm-hmm. know, who often certainly when we were younger, I think, would have the first and last word. It doesn't happen now, you know, which is great, and that's absolutely as it
0: as it should be. It
1: yeah, it is. I mean, I've got
0: daughters who. They haven't learned it from me, but they, yeah, they have voices that are heard, and jolly good thing too. Mm. Jolly good thing too. Mm. I was just thinking, given that we would known each other for all this, mm. and you disappeared off to Chester and left me with strange woman in the, in the house and brown and the mice. Yeah, how did we
1: stay in touch? do you know that's a really good point actually how did we because our lives went in different directions completely completely, didn't they completely different i think it was you i think you were very good about keeping in touch but that brings us on to the bigger issue doesn't it of how could we stay in touch in those days because we didn't have mobile phones we didn't have emails you know so you had to work a lot harder didn't you yeah. Uh, uh, it was letters, wasn't it? Or phone, phone calls, landline phone calls.
0: We didn't always have landlines, did no, we? No, that's and, true, you didn't. Uh, and then I was working during the day, mm. and you mm. were working in the evening. Mm. So even if I was going to phone you, apart from Sundays, mm. there wasn't much opportunities to phone. Mm. So it was obviously um, a letter. It must have, it must been, letter. have been letters. Must it must have, it. have been letters. Uh, but, but we moved a lot as well, didn't mm. we? Because mm. I didn't stay in North London very much longer. You know, I'd moved several times after that in quite a short mm. period of time. Mm. And you you moved around in Chester mm. and then you went up to Pitt Lockery. Mm.
1: And it was all consuming because I was in rep. But You know, when yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're doing a season in rep, you're rehearsing in the day, you're playing at night and you get a, a bit in, or consumed by the world that you're in. So it's quite hard sometimes to keep mm. communicating with other people. But No, but we did, but we did. And I have to say, I don't know about you, but I, I certainly know that when I look back now, there are a lot of people in my life... Um, Pre mobile phones and pre emails that I did lose contact with, and I'm yeah. really sad that I did. And social media, some you know, has brought some of those people back into my life, but I, there's a lot of people that haven't. And I, the minute I'm trying to pursue a, a, a Canadian friend that I was at drama school with, and, and we just lost contact completely. You know, and I've been trying to sort of trace her on Facebook, so that's the. A really big plus, isn't it, of social media, that you can keep in contact much yeah. um, you know, much more easily and effortlessly.
0: Absolutely. I think that, you know, friends... Do you remember Friends Who United? That started yeah. it off, didn't it? That yeah. was like, wow, how amazing. I can yeah. get in touch with all these people I was at school with. And then it's like, oh, yeah. here are all these people I was at school with. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's very odd how we kept in touch. And how we mm. ever went out anywhere when we had to arrange to meet somewhere at a particular time. You couldn't just phone and say, I'm running late, or I've changed my mind, or it's closed down, or whatever it might be. No, no.
1: No, if anything happened, you know, you got, I don't know, broke down on the motorway or broke down wherever. Yeah. It, it was really impossible. And I can remember when I was at drama school on a Sunday, because I say no mobile phone, um, there would be a huge queue of young students down the road outside a red telephone box yeah. because they would be yeah. phoning their parents or their yeah. family on a Sunday night. And that was the only way that you could communicate. Um, you know, um, so things have changed so much. The ease with which we can communicate now is 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 um, unbelievable. Because everything was an effort, wasn't it? it the was. letters you had to write for work and anything, anything. Yeah, like so it yeah. all changed it, hugely.
0: It, it has all changed massively. Um, is another, and there's another thing. It wouldn't have worked having nail extensions in those days because absolutely impossible to write a letter with <laughs> long nails. All sorts <laughs> of things you can't do with long nails. yes. <laughs> yes Very hard to wipe. The nether no, regions with long fingernails. I won't be more explicit than that. But yes, yes, I think there's probably a long list of things that would be incredibly difficult to do with. Yeah, some things. things are easier, peeling stamps yeah. off envelopes and things. That's easier. But um, I think we could discuss this off air. Um, okay, not for you don't want the detail, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Our or listeners you think may you not do. want the detail, but, do, but, <laughs> but the listeners, you know, they're about having their
1: tea. I don't think they want to okay. hear that.
0: Uh, thanks
1: for listening, everyone. We've been Sunny Ormond and Jane James Our marvellous music was composed by the wonderful Tom Smith and the podcast produced by the brilliant and patient Jake Wilson Wainwright of Raggedy House Productions